0: the spanish announce table
1: tom another week gone by um from what i recall you telling me you didn't do much huh
0: yeah so let me think went to the chiefs game oh they, yeah uh, that's yeah, that's a good one yeah, yeah, chiefs game. yeah it was fun yeah. you know it was a good game they played the last place cardinals so you mm-hmm. know that was what it was chiefs won mm-hmm. uh good victory
1: could have played better
0: yeah, but you know, yeah. sometimes you're a little flat and if yeah. you play in the last place team. That's okay. That's what you do. Uh, you'll get the victory. Um, uh, let me think. What else? Oh, I got engaged. <laughs> oh, I got down on one knee. She said yes. Whoa.
1: <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? Yeah, man. Now. Hey, that is amazing. You know, I, I, we Sorry, might be able, I am off the market. Yeah, we might be able, uh, if there's any Spanish Announce Table historians, we might be able to find a time on this podcast where T-Mac said he's never getting married. Yeah, I probably have it. said that. Before. I mean, meant it. More than he's probably ever meant anything on this show.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I've probably said that. Yeah. Red face now that I am. I've probably said that. But you know what? When you fall in love, Tim, you fall in love.
1: My wife, when I would tell her that you said this, and I would tell her, I'd be like, I kind of believe him. And she would say, it just takes finding the one. And I was like, all right, whatever.
0: Yeah. That's what I thought, too. I was like, Mm -hmm. whatever. But I tell you what, I have put this girl through it all. Right? All Mm -hmm. the outbursts, all the rants all of the I could do it betters, the, all the I should be better, all the I'm doing great, all the ups and downs, highs mm-hmm. and lows. And, you know, I love her.
1: Yeah, so, well, that's good for you. That's good. It's, it's terrible for her. but Hey, she said um, yes, though. You.
0: And I will say this caveat. Uh, she said yes, comma, mm. only because Joe asked. So Josephine, the Wonder Dog, this is the way I did it. For those of you who are not friends with me on the Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, uh, this is how we did it. I had her parents help me and our dog. Mm. Here goes the story. Mm, okay. So it was a Saturday morning, and that night we were going to have a dinner at her parents' house because her brother came in town. Her niece and nephew, who are twins. Uh, We were going to celebrate their birthday, also kind of do a Thanksgiving because the brother and sister-in-law are going to be spending their Thanksgiving with the sister-in-law's family. Um, So we decided to do the birthday parties and Thanksgiving kind of all in one day, right? Right. So uh, the night before, we made the cakes, or I should say Emily made the cakes, and I made sure that Josephine didn't eat them while they were being made. And in the morning on Saturday – we needed to buy them gifts, right? The twins. So I said, yes, "Hey, yeah, right. let's let's, you know, enjoy our coffee in the morning, kind of rest and relax cuz we got a big night ahead of us. So let's just kind of uh, be a little bit even kill keel um and just enjoy our time. And then we'll go get the gifts." She said, yeah. "Perfect. Sounds great." So, while we're just enjoying our time, I'm texting her parents saying, "Hey, we're going to go get gifts. Uh, when we go get gifts, you come up. Uh, get the dog. There's a T-shirt that was made for the dog. Put the T-shirt on Josephine. Meet us at the dog park. Game plan, right? And they're like, "Cool." And now, let me say, back up a little bit. We had planned this for about three weeks, so it wasn't as if I just texted her parents out of the blue and said, "You know, jump." Hey, they said, "How oh, hot?" Right? Yeah. Right, right, yeah. Right. There was some planning going into it, but I'm just giving you the condensed Saturday version mm-hmm. of it. So, sure. We go out. We go to a store. We pick up two of the gifts that we were going to get the kids. Everything's going great. Then we go to the library. I had a book that I returned. Uh, I'm still texting her parents without Emily knowing. Um, I had to buy some time because there was just a little bit of traffic. So I end up checking out a book that I had no desire to read. But, hey, if you got to buy some time, right. check out a book, right? Yeah. So, so I checked out the book. Then I uh, got some lunch with Emily, obviously, and she was there the entire time. Um, So after we got lunch, I was like, hey, I need to air up my tire. And luckily, the indicator for airing up your tire was on. So I was like, perfect. And I was like, I got to air up the tire. I was like, but I don't want to go next. I don't want to go to the gas station that's close to us because it's such a cluster. There's construction right now going on, which is true. Uh, I just want to go somewhere else. She said, fine, whatever. She's not really paying attention. Uh, later I would find out, she said I was acting weird all day. I don't buy that. I think she's trying to save face, whatever. Well, she was
1: probably right, but you were probably acting very normal, <laughs> but you were still Agreed. acting very weird. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Yes. My, my weird is my normal. Yeah. That's if you thought
1: I, back to any day of Tom's, you can go, man, he was acting kind of weird that day. <laughs> but then
0: if you take the full body of work, you go, that's
1: pretty normal. Oh, that's yeah, so, he acts weird every day, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, the only thing that I think I really messed up on that I did not take into account is from uh, the library slash uh, lunch that was kind of in the same uh, Mm. strip mall area. Uh, From there to the dog park was another gas station, and I did not account for it. So as we were driving, we're going – and we come up on the gas station, and she goes, hey, why don't you just go right there? And I was like, oh, I'm in the left lane. It would be cutting people off to make that right turn. I just yeah, – we'll go to another one. And then she was like, that seems weird. And i was like, shit, she knows. Like she knows something is up. So I'm just going, I'm driving, I'm driving. Then I make the turn to go into the dog park, and she sees her parents' car. She sees her parents out. Walking around with Joe, and she's like, Why does Joe have a shirt on? I was like, I don't know. Let's try to figure it out. And then she starts kind of like getting emotional. So she knows, right? Like, right. She's figured (laughs) out what's up. Yeah. It's game time. Right. But we still have to do it, right? So now it's like, I've kind of gone, I've kind of gone like, uh, kind of blurred vision. It was all kind of weird and like, Oh, I'm really going to do this. I got a little lightheaded, but I was still trying to keep it together. And so we walk up, uh, we go into, you know, I park the car, we walk into the dog park, Josephine, who every single time in Josephine's life has always ran straight to Emily. And I was counting on her running straight to Emily. This is the one time where she's like, Hey, there's some other dogs. I think I'm going to play with them. And I'm like, jump, jump.
1: Joe, stop doing that!
0: Joe, stop being a dog and come here. And it wasn't like that long, but it wasn't. It wasn't a seamless uh, walk into the dog park. Joe comes up, right? So anyhow, Joe then comes up, and it wasn't long. It was maybe five, seven seconds. And then she, Emily, walked kind of in front of me to greet Joe. I took a step back. She reads the shirt. It says, "Will you marry Thomas?" On the other side of the shirt is a ring. She turns around. You know, yada, yada, yada. And then she goes, yes, uh, only because Josephine asked, which made me giggle. Um, Then we hugged, and then her parents were there, and she thought that was really special. She said, I hit a home run. So there you go. I'm engaged, ladies. Sorry. Hands off the Mm. merchandise.
1: Yeah, the daily requests for contact information from the thousands of lady fans. Uh you're going to have to Got to stop now, ladies. You've got to stop. Yeah. Stop I mean.
0: I'm a taken man. So, uh oh. countdown 472 days. Uh wedding date February mm. 29th.
1: You gave her that long t- to figure out the mistake she made? Hey, you That's know. That's I know. That's bold. That's a risk. That's a risky move. Yeah. Ooh. The future is made
0: yeah, the future is made by the bold Tim. right, right okay? yeah
1: yeah, uh, no this so, is good stuff though man this is good you're you know you're you're in a good relationship you're you know you're you're making positive decisions in life you're you know you're you're gonna bond together with this uh with this wonderful woman uh who's done, had so many positive influences on you and this is good. yeah we'll
0: see so yeah february twenty ninth leap day twenty twenty mm-hmm. four hundred and seventy two days as of this recording on november fourteenth two thousand and eighteen uh that is when You're it goes the new down. Idea. You're the new idea, so then the new idea? new idea
1: was let's get married.
0: <laughs> let's get married. Why right. not? Yeah. See what that's like. I like that. Uh, so yeah, 2019 we prepare. 2020 we get into the wedding time. Mm, hmm But right. yeah, uh, so that was the major news. But I did go to the Chiefs game. That isn't a lie. I did, did go, to the, go to the Chiefs game. Chiefs
1: game. Yep. How was With that? Her.
0: It was fun. Yeah, we yeah, we kind of touched on that, I guess. Uh, and her brothers and sister-in-laws. Mm-hmm. So it was a good little uh, time away from their kids, the you know their parents, all that kind of stuff. Uh, have some adult fun time. Drink a beer. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Or two. Uh,
0: it was fine. It was fun. And then Monday, I went to Monday Night Raw, which mm-hmm. will then lead us into our more general conversation Uh, Did you watch Raw and SmackDown? And if you did, what did you think?
1: I did watch Raw and SmackDown. I thought SmackDown uh, did a much better job of entertaining me this week. Uh, That's for sure. Uh, And we can, you know, dig into finer details of it. But, um, but, uh, but you were able to go to it. Is it, I always, (laughs) we were in kind of an agreement, I think, that Raw was dull and very dull. I feel like that's made worse when you're at the arena even, you know?
0: Definitely. And here's the other thing that made me hypersensitive to the event is I went with her brother-in-law. So, uh-huh. he was like, "Hey, are you going to Monday Night Raw?" And I honestly told him I was like I wasn't planning on it. And he goes, "Well, I was thinking about going, but you know, I don't know anything about wrestling." And I was like, "Well, if you need like someone to tell you what's going on, I'll go with you." You know. Right. Right. He's like, "Okay, that'd be cool. Like could you get tickets?" I was like, "Sure." You know. So I bought the tickets. They weren't like the front row seat, but they were good seats, right? Like we were able to see the action uh, without using binoculars. You know what right, I mean? Right. Right. And so uh The hardest part was, you know, he was asking very, like, so do you know the matches that are going to happen tonight? I was like, well, so I know some things, but, like, there could be just new matches that I've never heard of. He's like, well, then what would happen then? And I was like, so I was explaining everything. He's like, so, like, what's that title mean? Why is the Intercontinental title, like, second title and Universal titles, like, the big title, but Intercontinental title's been around longer than that title? I was like, so here's the hierarchy, and then... He's like, this Braun Strowman. He loved Braun Strowman. He was like, this Braun Strowman guy. Like, he seems pretty cool. I was like, he's awesome when they want him to be awesome. I was yeah. like, I love him. And then he what you know what? Uh so here was his game notes, as you could say, uh, for Monday Night Raw. First off, he laughed till he was in tears that dean ambrose would be sitting on a pontiac grand dam a car which he is a car guy that he said doesn't it's not even made anymore yeah they don't even make And here he is sitting on top of it right. outside of the arena in kansas city which is so weird because where would you find that car why would you drive it in why would you use it in this bit he was almost in tears laughing about how stupid that was right so that was like but, okay, so he's a lunatic, which means, mm-hmm. like, he kind of, you know, walks to the beat of his own drum, and he's like, no, that's stupid. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty dumb. <laughs> and so that was his one, like, big takeaway. He laughed really hard. Second was Braun Strowman's huge. Man, I bet that guy could really throw some people around. I mm. like him. And I was like, yeah, he's awesome. He even got one of those Funko Pop Braun Strowman action figures for his desk at work. He really liked Braun Strowman. Nice. Third, and it really dawned on me because it was an outsider's perspective onto the show. But he goes, there is a ton of women in this episode. I go, it's been a trend that's been growing in the last six months to a year. He goes, I remember back in the day when it was Stone Cold and Kurt Angle. He remembered who Kurt Angle was in The Rock, you know. Mm -hmm. He goes, I do not remember women and the women that I do remember were not being portrayed like this. I was like, yeah, right? It's come a long way. He's like, yeah, no, it's great. It's just a lot of women. I was like, yeah, that's true. And then his uh, fourth takeaway, and this is a takeaway that if you're at the show, I think everyone is in agreement of, is you have wrestler A walk out. Then you have wrestler B walk out. They're in the ring. We're so – we're supposed to su- suspend our disbelief and say that, you know, these two people are wanting to fight each other. Right. 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 So, especially with like the fit, the one part where he really got like, this is stupid or irritated about was when Finn Balor and Dolph Ziggler started their match. So, Drew McIntyre headbutt Finn. Right. And then Dolph was like, all right, we'll have the match. But then, you know, Drew McIntyre, uh, headbutt Finn. And then they went to commercial, which means in the arena, the lights went dark. There's like, buy WWE Network or go look at Tribute to the Troops, all this stuff. And and uh, Emily's brother-in-law was like, wouldn't they be fighting right now? Yeah, why, why are they, they standing fighting? there right. watching the screen? And I was like, well, I mean, they like, they should be fighting, but like, it's a commercial break. He goes, so? I was, he said, he goes, we're here. They should be fighting because we're here. And I was like, I know, but I don't make the show. And he's like, yeah, you know, that's pretty stupid. But that would also happen when I think it was Bailey took on Sasha. They both walk to the ring. Now they're yeah. friends, but still, they both walk to the ring. They do their little strut fun dance. And then dark. Right. And. It's a pat on the back about how great WWE is. Look at all the stars that's been here. Look at Tribute to the Troops. Uh, look at Evolution. Look at the network. And it's just two minutes of the people that we want to be wrestling just standing there with their thumb in their ass. Right. You know? It was, it was, yeah, no, I, I know. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about this, I think, in the past, but that pacing, when you're there, is miserable it is oh, yeah. just oh it's bad
1: i yeah i almost kind of like going to the live show sometimes it, I like i only want to go if i've got friends that i know like you know what i mean we can entertain ourselves while during those down moments like i couldn't or go it's with a paper you know, right yeah like, pay-per-view
0: right but yeah the raw mm. it's too long mm. and yeah it's just okay we're ready we're gonna do this match okay okay great, great. uh yeah here's a commercial break what Yeah, it's a commercial break. Right. Okay, so what does that mean for us? The lights are going to go off. Okay, but I still want to watch this wrestling. Not yet. But I could watch this wrestling. Yes.
1: Right, yeah, right.
0: So why aren't they wrestling? It's a commercial break. But they could still be wrestling right now. Yes. Yes. Why aren't they wrestling? It's a commercial break. God damn it. (laughs) It's just this cycle of like, it doesn't make sense. That was hard. The other thing, and this was specific to the show, is – if you're a real fan, like, right, we're the real fans, the people listening to the show are real fans.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so, so Finn does his cool jump to the outside and gets the victory. We popped for that, right? Right. Other than that, though, I mean, they kind of forced our hand with us sitting on our hands the entire time. The Bobby Lashley, Elias thing was kind of cool, especially with, you know, if you're a fan of Elias, when he's talking on the phone, he goes, yes, I am Elias. You know, like how he does when he's playing his song. Right. But but the body, Lashley, like, what's your favorite pose? And he just shows his ass. I mean, it's a good, like, heel move, but it doesn't necessarily make us boo or cheer. It just kind of makes you go, well, yeah, okay. And so that was a, a miss. Um. For me personally, now now I'll go into my personal thoughts on Ron after this please feel free to share yours Tim. But okay, Nia Jax had three fucking segments on the show. Yeah. And Nia Jax is dull. And mm-hmm. you know who's worse than Nia Jax as far as being dull and not entertaining? Tamina. And yeah. she also had three segments. And it just the first one I get, right? We have to do the continuation. Hey, we're going to keep moving forward forward with the Nia Jax heel turn. So last week it it was Nia Jax and Ember moon. Now Ember moon wants her revenge on Tamina. Okay. That makes sense from a wrestling, you know, storyline perspective. We get the move. We get the match. Tamina wins, which then just ends that feud, I guess, which is stupid. And there's their one segment. Okay. I can live with that, right? Like, sure. Uh, Rhonda then does an interview segment and they come out at the end of that interview segment, like good luck champ. And it was super awkward and clunky and nothing felt believable about it. That's your second one. Okay. Let's hope that that's the last time I see her. And then in the main event, Alexa bliss is like, and then these two girls are on my team and, and what? Meanwhile, Your new tag team champions. Let's push them to the moon. AOP. Hey, they can't talk. All right, well, they got Drake Maverick. The best real functional classic tag team that WWE has on Raw. And we don't see them. All right. Meanwhile, we see Heath Slater and Rhino twice. We see The Revival twice. We see Bobby Roode and Chad Gable twice but not our tag team champions. Yeah. What? Right. Because it's just, I, it's all
1: about pushing whatever narrative they think is going to push whatever angle they're working for. They've, they've stopped caring about the actual televised products. I don't even know, like quality for as far as like, um I don't even know as far as like a television show. It's a, it's a three hour commercial. And they're well, trying, and then, like, you know, they're trying to push yeah. the Nia Jax thing for all the various other things they have her representing the company for. They're trying to, you know, push Braun because you know what I mean, he's the hit in the merch sales. Like it's a walking commercial anymore. It just feels like it's yeah.
0: Well, and then like let's go into just dissecting a little bit of how they started the show, right? So they started the show with a tag team, Battle Royal. The winner would be the captain of Team Raw tag team versus the you know Team SmackDown tag team at Survivor Series. Okay, right. I can kind of believe that. And Braun Strowman is a pissed off monster, and he doesn't want the show to continue until he you know lets these hands off on Braun Strowman or excuse me on uh, Baron Corbin. And I get right. that. All right, and I even get. Well, Braun Strowman, you know, screwed that up. We still need to, you know, uh, clarify who the captain is on this team. So let's, you know, run that match back. I still even get that to a certain extent, right? Like, they didn't get their chance. They deserve their chance. Let's do it again. It's a three-hour show. Battle Royals are always fun. The first one ended fun because Braun Strowman's just fun to watch. So maybe the second one's also going to be fun because Battle Royals can be fun, right? Battle Royals, right.
1: They can. They, they've was. got so many opportunities for fun little spots in one of
0: those. It, and it was. I thought right. it was enjoyable. I didn't think you know it was a miss. I also don't think it was a home run. It was a solid single. But here's the dumbest fucking part about it. So Chad Gable and Bobby Roode uh, are your team captain for the Raw tag team match, right? Right. They don't pick anyone. Everyone that was in the match is also in the Survivor Series match. What does a team captain then do? So you just did nothing. I would get it if it was Chad Gable and Bobby Roode win. And then they have Charlie Caruso go into the ring and says, you know, like, who do you want on your team? And they say, well, you know, uh, the last team that we eliminated was Heath Slater and Rhino or whoever it was. They're on the team. But it was just... No, no, no! That the, everyone that was in that match, they're also going to be in the Survivor Series match, and a team captain really doesn't do anything because the team is already picked. Uh, I guess they'll just have that honorary distinction on a match that I think is on the kickoff show. So fucking great! We just wasted two segments to do nothing. To do nothing, yeah, man. Pretty much,
1: yeah, pretty much nothing. Yeah, that's it's a <laughs> yeah. I don't even I mean, know a good a good thing logic. to say about it. It's a it's a very regular occurrence when I watch that show. Like sometimes they sprinkle in a few good things that make me go, oh like recently I felt like, hey man, the writing's been really good, but then it feels like for a while they'll always default back to this it's stall mode, right? It's just
0: I don't know. There was a great sign at Raw where and I think it even made TV, but it said, I don't even I feel like you're not even trying and it had two frown faces on each side. Mm-hmm. And that's like I feel like they try for one thing and then everything else is we don't have enough time to write this, you know, we're we're booked to the max. We either need more writers or less TV t- something needs to happen because we have one shot at one thing and everything else is on stall mode. Yeah. And that's what I felt like everything was. The Dean Ambrose Seth Rollins thing I guess I understand to a certain extent right? You need to push the narrative of Seth Rollins is broken up because Dean Ambrose burned the gear of the shield. Okay, but did we need that whole seven-minute segment? And if I'm going to Monday Night Raw, not that he has to wrestle every single time, but I want Seth Rollins to do a little bit more than just walk off upset, right? right, I want to see a curb stomp, you know, but I got nothing. And I get it, right? You need to tell a different story each week because, like you said, during the Attitude Era, you know Stone Cold was just stunning people just because, well, fuck it, right? Like We all want to see it. Right. And I don't want to get to that point with anyone, but sometimes I want to see a little action from the top guys, especially a top guy like Seth Rollins. So that was disappointing. But now let's get into a positive. The main event, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bailey versus Sasha Banks. First off, low-key, love the move that Alexa Bliss did, right? Here's my four girls, even though two of them I fucking can't stand, but whatever. Here's my four girls um, for the fifth and final spot. You know, you gotta want it, even beating your friend. And they make, and she makes Sasha and Bailey fight each other. They don't have that tension that they did have, but it's still friends fighting, right? Sure. And they're fighting tooth and nail. It was a fun match. Uh, another thing that uh, Emily's brother uh, popped for is when Sasha Banks jumps off the top rope and those double knees to the, like, Uh, chest or face area of Bailey. He's like, that was a cool move, And it is, right? So uh, anyhow, and then they're fighting tooth and nail, and I think it was Sasha that had Bailey in a submission, and then they just beat him up and go like, well, actually, neither one of you are on the team. It's going to be Ruby Riot. Like, that's low-key an awesome moment. That is the fun part, yeah. Yeah. That was now she could have done a little bit more. I thought, like, rubbed it in a little bit more, but I understand with timing. And now that they have to end right at 10 and they can't do the ten fifteen thing, like, maybe she was like, Whoa, I don't know exactly how much time this next thing was going to take. So I'm just going to rush through this. But low key, I thought that was really cool, right? Like, hey, you two fight for this final spot. And by the time you're dead, neither one will get it. Ha <laughs> ha.
1: Right, yeah. Like, that's It'd be great. like, It'd be like you two fight for the right to see who's gonna face me at WrestleMania. And then they fight, you don't be like, Yeah, I was just kidding. Neither, I'm not giving you guys title shot, nerds.
0: Right. Like, yeah, nerds. I thought right. that was perfect. Right. So so Loki, I thought that was great. And then I mean, the queen, right? Yeah. God. Becky Lynch can she can do no wrong in my book. And you know.
1: In she could have this... ate a baby in the crowd and, and the crowd would have cheered.
0: Oh, yeah. If she would have punted a child in the face as she walked up the stairs with her bloody yeah. Yeah. Irish, On purpose. With Irish war paint, we right. still would have been like, well, fuck that kid. Yeah, He's wearing a the Charlotte way. shirt. Yeah. Yeah, He's stupid. You know, Look at his face. Yeah. Uh, so in this Monday Night Raw, uh, you had Brock Lesnar, Ronda Rousey, Seth Rollins, an appearance by Dean Ambrose, Finn Balor, um, uh, Sasha Banks, Bailey, all of these people. And the loudest response, it wasn't even close. If you were to rank the three loudest responses for Monday Night Raw, it would be Becky Lynch in the back, Becky Lynch walking up to the ring, and Becky Lynch walking away from the ring. Right. Those were the three loudest uh, re- re- reactions in the arena. I was yeah. there. I can tell you. She was awesome. I love the armbar. Credit to Ronda Rousey for really selling that. Like, she didn't just go like, ah, she was really selling it. Kudos to her. Thought that was really good. And then when Becky Lynch walks in and she's she's talking her trash, and I think I saw her mouth, I main, main event my show, and now I'm walking in main eventing yours. Like, that was fucking cool. And then the girls all jumper. Mm. low-key i'm not the hugest fan of charlotte helping in that i think you could have picked another female to help with uh beating down the raw women especially when you say right. charlotte and becky hate each other so much right now we can get into smackdown here in a second but wow that kind of was like really wait a minute what's she doing um and then sloppy unsafe dull Nia Jax punches for i don't know what reason it seemed like as hard as she could because nia jacks even posted a picture of her hand which mm-hmm. you have to punch someone really fucking hard to make your knuckle bust just yeah. explodes becky lynch's face it's
1: also maybe an incident of her not knowing how much force is behind that that you know what i mean that yeah. swing and punch she's got because i mean jesus it not, i mean becky lynch is tough and you know yeah. what i mean got got rolled on that one i mean you see her and face she going like
0: one thing that was they said kind she of- had a broken face man I mean, like, yeah oh. yeah it was a broken nose a severe concussion i i think uh you know probably some they said broken
1: face on smash yeah
0: yeah <laughs> <This> <laughs> face multiple broken. yeah <laughs> uh, It's one of those moments where now we're recording on a Wednesday night Mm -hmm. and at the time that it happened, I saw that her face was bloody and I was just like, oh, shit, something bad happened there. Right. And then everything continues. She hits Ronda with uh, the chair and then they leave and uh, they walked on the opposite side of the arena that I was on. Um so I didn't necessarily get an up close look at Becky, but you know, it was still kind of cool, but I kind of just left going like, Oh, that shouldn't have happened, but it was a fun ending to the show. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Emily's brother was like, yeah, that was cool. But now on a Wednesday with especially the, the tweets and the gifts and the artwork and all that, it feels like I saw something special. It feels mm-hmm. like in the career of Becky Lynch, this is going to be a pivotal moment where we said, okay, she was doing the puns and the, quinoa funny ha stuff then she did her heel turn which was pretty cool we all got behind it but now this bloody face thing it's i don't know maybe we're gonna get sympathy on her which then makes her a true baby face we already are cheering her so you know you got us there i feel like this is going to be a moment where we look back you know two to three years from now and say you know when becky lynch took off in kansas city on raw when she attacked the raw roster and and Nia Jax exploded her face, and she continued to work through it and owned the entire segment. And mm-hmm. so now it feels special that I was there. Now I'm like, yeah, I was there in the arena. I was there when Becky, you know, fought through the pain or wh- whatever we're going to say about that moment. At the time, though, I felt like, ooh, that was kind of crazy, but it was fun. Now I'm like, that was an iconic Monday Night Raw moment. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: It just. Yeah. Awesome. Um, no i agree i think that was huge and i like that they're smart at still having her come out like she did on smackdown and we can kind of start rolling into that but um the because yeah i mean this couldn't have happened at a worse time obviously because everything was on fire so they've got to still kind of maintain that right they've still got to have her somehow involved and hopefully they think this one isn't going to last you know too well, long she can kind of get back into things i don't know
0: yeah, and you know, we say that it kind of happened at the worst time because Survivor Series, I believe that was going to be the main event of yeah, the pay-per-view, yeah, right? And that's right. a huge feather in the cap for Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey, uh and and by a large part women's wrestling. Um but maybe this is the best thing to happen because we kind of all Smarky said, like, well, the main event will probably be Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte. We're going to get a match where we might not like either girl. Well, as of after Survivor Series, they haven't announced a superstar shakeup. So you're going to go forward into potentially Royal Rumble, um, you know, and all of those supplement uh WWE pay per views with Becky Lynch still on SmackDown, Ronda Rousey still on Raw. Somehow, maybe Ronda goes to SmackDown, Becky goes to Raw, most likely, if anyone switches. And then we could have at WrestleMania this payoff in which, you know, just like I said, I feel like that was an iconic moment for Becky Lynch's career and it's tied to Ronda Rousey. And we could get this payoff at WrestleMania. And now it's something where we're like, well, True we're behind one of these girls for sure. Now they could do awesome storytelling and make us feel for Ronda Rousey and we're sympathetic or however we are, you know, baby Rhonda. Ronda or we're just a hundred percent behind Becky, which I think will be the case. But I think now potentially if it's played right, which, you know, cross your fingers, you never know with WWE, but we could be in for a better forced main event because they're going to do it regardless. Like you said, like, their narrative is we're doing this. You go along for the ride, or jump off the ride because we're making tons of money. But hopefully, for the wrestling fan's sake, we get a Becky uh, Ronda match where it's on fire and we love it.
1: Yeah, it, it's because she is just on fire. I, we've said it like she could, she could do nothing. She could wipe a booger on on Corey graves when she walks by and we'd be like yeah fuck him you know like like you yeah. know I mean
0: like we just she wouldn't even trip a connor's cure kid and we'd be <laughs> yeah. like yeah who cares, who cares yeah i hate kid? those segments right you just be like <laughs> right She's... yeah she is just killing yeah. it and, so, and... go
1: ahead well i kind of what i i get let me read a tweet the table here right Uh, at B underscore double underscore D says, by the way, uh, use hashtag tweet the table on Twitter and we'll read some of them on the show like this with at B underscore double underscore D. He says, I get having to replace Becky. I even get it being Charlotte. What I don't get It's the big bro hug all of a sudden. Hashtag tweet the table. And that I don't get either, right? I get the idea of – I loved how they played it. They said, all right, she's going to pick her hand-chosen person to face her. She goes, I'm going to pick somebody I know can get it done. And, of course, right, you go to Charlotte then, right? But Mm -hmm. you still have her be like, I don't want to do this, right? Like, be like, I don't like you. I still hate you, right? And I still think Mm -hmm. you try to still spotlight. But we know you're better than these chumps, yeah? Right? Like, you know what I mean? And Charlotte can just be like – Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Right. And she'll be like, all right, do it. You know what I mean? Like a reluctant, like, you know, like, and you still then pull off the, you know, the, the, I don't know. It's not heat. It's not heat Becky's getting, but you still pull off the character there.
0: Yeah. I honestly think watching it when it happened, I don't think that that was supposed to happen. Yeah. I think the handshake was going to be, you know, if, if you saw the script it probably said end with handshake. I think because, you know, breaking kayfabe here, Becky Lynch and Charlotte are best friends, you know, and we, and we know that, right? Like we understand that that was a storyline and storyline is a storyline in real life, Becky Lynch. And yeah, shocker, spoiler, (laughs) uh, but Becky Lynch and Charlotte are best friends. And I think that was just a genuine, like, are you telling
1: me there's not an undead wizard, uh, who, Comes back once a year to beat right. people up. More than once a die, year lately, and he yeah. can't die.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm telling You're you. You're telling me that's the real thing. you t- yeah, his name is Mark. Sorry. Shut the fuck. <laughs> so what are we I doing think... then? Why are we doing this show? Uh, you know, <laughs> a lot of people ask that question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Even Mark. I, but I, I think that was a genuine moment that they just broke down and it it reminded me very similar of when um sasha banks and bailey had that iconic match in brooklyn Mm -hmm. you know leading into it it was all this fire and fury and blah 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 but as soon as bailey pinned sasha they're hugging and crying and then posing with the four and all that bullshit and you're like wait a minute what didn't you guys just hate each other nine minutes ago you know I think that was one of the moments where Becky was like, I really want you to do well. And Charlotte's like, I'm going to try my best. This is a big moment for me. Cause it still could main event survivor series. Right. They could still say like, Nope. Ronda's main eventing. We don't care who's the other person is. It's Ronda's main event. Right. Maybe they know that. And you know, they got a little emotional. So I'm not holding that too much against them because sometimes genuine emotions come out and guess what? In wrestling, you don't get to take two all the time. Sure. Right. Right. Uh, so, so, I'm going to let that yeah, I, <laughs> I'm going to let that one slide assuming they don't go into it more next week and be like the bond that uh, Becky and Charlotte created on that Tuesday night where Charlotte took over for Becky blah blah blah, right? As long as they don't do anything like that, I'll just be like, "Hey, a genuine moment happened. Whatever for them. I'll do my best to ignore it." My favorite part of that though, was then when the rest of the roster is hugging Charlotte, like be Rhonda for us, the iconics just no sell it and kind of just like patter. Just like, yay. Mm -hmm.
1: I love the Iconics. Yeah. They're great.
0: If you were to rank, you know, if I were to rank my favorite things in wrestling, I like everyone else. And I still really can't explain it to Emily's brothers of the world. Why she's just so fucking awesome. But like, number one is Becky, right? Like, I liked her once she did the heel turn, um, and I just – everything about her is awesome. It's just a, it's just this charisma. But anyhow, I'm putting her number one. But up in my top five, top ten list are the iconics. They just kill it every single time. And that little moment where they're like, well, we're not going to join in this hug because we really thought it should have been us, but yay. I thought that was
1: perfect. They did great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. No, they were wonderful. Um, And so we kicked it off with that whole um, what started, you know, the big event of the night. But, you know, uh, AJ Styles is out there cutting his usual promo and then gets interrupted with Paul Heyman. And then, you know, they bring up Daniel Bryan's name. And then this is where we get Daniel Bryan coming in like, hey, keep my name Yeah. Why are you guys talking about me? Yeah. Don't say my name. First (laughs)
0: off. Yeah, first off, why are you talking about me? Second right. off, why, AJ, are you talking about how you tapped me out? Because, you know, I don't like that shit. And then third, if you're going to say my name, I'm going to punch you. I thought it was great, yeah.
1: One I like, too, he's like, so you're telling me. <laughs> if somebody asked me, right? Like, that was a fun line, too. And mm-hmm. then I like how Dan Bryan's like, all right, well, all right, <laughs> you know. i got to punch you now. Like, this is what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah you're going uh, to force my hand. I have to do it. I'm not going to bitch out now.
1: Uh, and then, you know, so Shane, another thing that hit me was Shane's like, all right, forget it, right? We're going to make a title match tonight. Instead, You know what I mean? Like, let's settle this, right? Well, that's cool, right? But, okay, so I'm on the impression here, if I'm watching the show, you had a show planned, right? And now you've changed mm-hmm. that, right? But you still mm-hmm. had time for a Jeff Hardy match next, so I don't understand what you cut uh, to make time for this, if the Jeff yeah. Hardy match still made the – the, uh, can
0: we the <laughs> can we just like I get right the nostalgic factor? There are kids, or I should say, <sighs> excuse me, adults yeah. in their early thirties, late twenties, that were teens, or you know, in the ten to thirteen age range when jeff hardy and matt hardy were the coolest fucking things bright lights and all that and so now they're watching now and that's still something fun for them i get it i'm not opposed to it i get it but man can that just be saved for like you know for example when i went to monday night raw they did main event right Mm -hmm. they did main event the matches were stupid by the way again no AOP, but I got a tag team of Apollo Cruz and Zack Ryder versus Kurt Hawkins and Tyler Breeze. I think, right? Like, what I the gotta, fuck, man? Can we? What does main event do? What are they doing? Is, do people watch this? Do oh, is like are they hard selling? Like, do. What? <laughs> I think it's Why? just to get the, for well, I think what it's the purpose. I think it's to get the crowd ready, right? Like they did some fun high spots, and that gets the yes. crowd to clap. All and then main start event raw. has ever
1: been, and the one they had before, whatever that one was for a while, what what do they call yeah. it? What are the uh, before they started doing the two hundred five live thing? But superstars, um, yeah. Like it's yes, they they start putting their dark matches on TV, right? I right. get that, yeah. but who is now at home? Watching the dark matches. Dude, Why? I mean, what does it do for well, it doesn't advance any storylines? The wrestling is usually subpar. Like what are yeah. you
0: doing? Yeah, I mean that's for a larger conversation, but uh, you know, they, they still do it. And my point is let's put Jeff Hardy let's put you know uh Yeah,
1: I might maybe check out some main event. Jeff Hardy's on there against uh you know if it was Ty like Dillinger. A,
0: you know, yeah, if it,
1: you've got all these people put them make it a different promotion of its own. You know what I mean? Like, it just make it a thing, right? Like, yeah, yeah. if the promotion was, you know, it had Jeff Hardy in it and it had Ty Dillinger and it had the Ascension and, you know, they had their own storyline separate from everything else that got its own TV time just on the network. Uh, if I'm bored, I might check some of that out. You know what I mean? Like it, at least it's something different and new, but this is all just filler. You want me to watch an entire show of filler, an yeah. entire show of filler?
0: Yeah. Yeah. An it, entire I show agree. of pre-show. I like, could get out of here, man. I agree. But. To my point, I get right. Jeff Hardy is still someone who draws eyeballs to something. Oh sure, right, yeah,
1: yeah, well, yeah. So, In the SmackDown match, so you're getting Jeff Hardy, of course, right? Why? And we that's got what I'm saying. Like,
0: why? Sure. Like, we can right. do other things with people who are going to be hopefully on the roster for a longer period of time than Jeff Hardy. Let's let's try to develop those people yeah. on a show where everyone, you know, and I'm using air quotes here, everyone is watching. The Jeff the Hardy Jeff might Hardy, get
1: bit by his lizard later and get some kind of weird rabies. Jeff and Hardy could
0: get him. another DUI again. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to shit on the guy, but let's just say what it is. Like, you know, addicts still fuck up and mm-hmm. let's have some people who have the good, good behavior fucking keep going. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And it's tired. He, lo- he looks like it's hard for him to do this. It yeah. doesn't look enjoyable. It makes me sad. It's reminiscing. It's very similar to, uh, you know, in a couple weeks, Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz are going to fight for a third time. Their first fight was in 2004. Mm. It looks a lot like Jeff Hardy matches look a lot like Chuck Liddell hitting pads. Like, you remember there's something there, but it's not there anymore and this makes me kind of depressed.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, you watch it and you go, yeah, man, Chuck Liddell could walk into any bar around here in Kansas City and probably beat up everybody in the room, but not in a UFC fight or whatever it is, right? A Bellator. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Now if we're going to put him up against some of the better fighters in the world, like, why are we doing this? right? Like, oh, he couldn't even beat up. You don't think so? Not even that, huh? Is he just that God. that gone now, huh?
0: Oh, it's – I mean, like, first off, he was never that skilled. He was never, you know, a 10 out of 10 as far as okay, athleticism. Yeah, right.
1: yeah, see, I don't know most of these – I know the names, and I know that the, right. they were MMA stars, but I don't but, know necessarily who was show and who was go, you know.
0: Well, his peak was 12 years ago, so that'd just tell you anything in sports, right? Mm-hmm. If your peak was 12 years ago, I don't want to see Brett Favre throwing a I football. I think you're you overestimating
1: go. the average person walking around in Kansas City bars, man. You've seen some of these puny little – I'm sure Chuck Liddell could still – roast a bunch of people in the bars i've ever seen around here
0: <laughs> i don't know Dude, <laughs> it looked really bad
1: there's some string beans and some tomato cans walking around when
0: we when we take a break i'll, I'll send you the the 30 second clip of him hitting pad right, yeah, we, we can revisit that put it right here time. on the show we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so anyhow, yeah, the Jeff Hardy thing. It, it just, I, I don't know. Let's, let's, uh, let's mm. just get them off the TV, please. please. We can make that gimmick. We get it. If you're wanting the merchandise and all that, put that thing, right? Whatever that thing is on just someone new, put it on a uh, Fondango, put it on a Tyler breeze. You can make, you know, it's not fucking hard. It's glitz and glamor, smoke and mirrors and jump high. Right. Jump from high things.
1: Right. Dance and slap some hands.
0: Like, literally, just just have a backstage meeting go, who's not afraid of heights? And whoever fucking raises their hand first, like, you're going to be our new Jeff Hardy. What? Yeah, you're jumping off a fucking cage tonight.
1: Okay. And then yeah can you, you grab go. Somebody from 205 Live that'll do all the flips and shit and, you know what yeah. I mean, dress them up in some bunch Buddy colors. Murphy.
0: And... Buddy Murphy, mm. you know, put paint on his fucking face and he mm-hmm. can easily be your Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. It's not fucking difficult to recreate that yeah, we can kid. paint buddy murphy's eyeballs yeah you know mm-hmm. let's fucking do it here guys i think i'm gonna a little name this, to this episode
1: hardy. we can paint buddy murphy's eyeballs
0: <laughs> I, I, I like it all yeah. right well then what happened after that because jeff hardy beat a, a <laughs> cn almas right who was but fu- man you want to talk about someone who misses nxt how about that guy in Zelina? most most
1: of the people that have come up
0: nxt lately um <laughs> After that, we got into the
1: um, the the inklings of the Miz and Rey Mysterio match that would come later. I like how how they led into that, though. Miz is like, well, look, if he's gone, you're out, too. He was your pick. Or, you know I mean? You were his pick. He's, You know, we got to wash the stink off of this. Like, you know, if he's gone, you're gone, too. And then they're like, no, you know what? <laughs> you're going to have to fight him for I it, which him. I like. Beat him off, right, yeah. yeah. You're going to have to beat him off, Miz. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> ah. Ah. All right, um, so let's see where else did we go in that show yeah we still had time for a new day versus the bar and big show uh you why? know that didn't get cut I don't, I don't know what match did get cut to make room for this uh uh championship match later but yeah age, uh, the new day and the bar and and big show
0: why what what is who is clamoring for that who how, raise your how hand how
1: long before this is called the big bar and it's like a three-man team how long i mean probably 30 minutes to next week survivor yeah. series they officially become a yeah. big
0: bar a big bar and maybe the they fucking bar. walk out with a big bar
1: yeah right Jesus. Mm. the big bar yeah um and then we got uh the match man the main event new champion daniel bryan the heel turn shocks the world i told my wife because uh, she watches all the, you know, the total divas and the and the Bellas and and all that, and she was like, "What?" and I was like, "Yep, he turned heel," and she was like, "I don't know what that means." And I was like, "He's a bad guy," and she was like, "No," and I was like, "Yeah, he turned bad guy, won the title, He like you know, kicked guy in the dick," you know? I was like, eh? huh?"
0: Eh? I yeah, yeah, and I love. Let me let me back up. I <laughs> I have a lot of feelings. First off, share with me your feelings, and I'll go on my little tangent of how I thought. Uh, the match should have gone yeah. how it did, and right. my okay.
1: general thoughts. Uh, just on the overall match, or what? Like,
0: yeah. What like, what'd you, what'd you what'd you think of the match? What'd you think about the outcome? What'd you think about the heel turn? Well, what, what were your? As soon as that happened, what was your instant reaction?
1: I mean, I wouldn't say the match gave me any like major things, other than yeah. I mean the the heel turn thing. I mean, I, I, I honestly didn't think they were necessarily going that route. I I figured they were making this. I thought they were just gonna play this out, right, where it was still two faces, but Daniel Bryan was playing more of the, you know, bothered soul of the two, you know what I mean, like the angry for no real reason kind of a thing, Um so I was a bit surprised that they went so bold with that, and, you know, because, yeah, you know me, I've not been the biggest Daniel Bryan, like, cheerleader, uh, you know, since he's been around, so I just kind of shocked that they went there out and that they took that title off AJ styles after bragging about how long he's had it and everything. And I I really thought they were going to have keep that for a little bit longer. So that was the main thing that stuck out to me. It was just kind of like a, Whoa, unexpected.
0: I agree. Uh, definitely was unexpected because it felt like even if you go back to the Brock Lesnar promo from the night before, really it's a Paul Heyman promo, but how he said like, "We we only want to beat up AJ styles. We only want to beat up AJ styles. We only want to beat up AJ styles. And I love a good curveball, but it felt like, well, now how do you guys feel? Because now you don't get to beat up AJ Styles, right? Like, you guys are probably not loving this outcome if we're yeah, keeping Kane, Fabe. Well, yeah, because um, it,
1: I, it's fun, too, because, you know, AJ Styles was the one who was beating up John Cena, right? We're going to beat up John right. Cena, and like, I like how he's like, we only want to
0: beat up AJ Styles. So but Yeah,
1: but now you can't, so what do you do?
0: Exactly. So that first came to my mind is like, oh, man, from a storyline perspective, I bet you Brock isn't the happiest because he was really wanting to kick AJ's ass. But then this was my biggest overall first feeling when Daniel Bryan turned heel to beat AJ Styles for the championship. Mm -hmm. I understand AJ Styles um, was your classic baby face, hardworking guy. Uh, doing this for my family. I always wanted to be the best in the world. This title proves it. Hee-haw guy, right? And that's needed a million percent in every promotion. Right. However, you know, not too long ago, he went heel. So you have in his WWE storyline arc, or not arc, but storyline, him, you know, switching to the bad side, right? Now, I know way back in the day, Daniel Bryan was a heel for about a, as long as a cup of coffee but generally speaking he's always been a baby face so him turning heel my first overall thought was man like can we not ever have just a classic baby face win right so like some of the best baby faces in recent memory in WWE you think Sami Zayn you think Daniel Bryan and both guys it seems like to get the cred or get the oh this is cool they have to do a dickhead thing, right? And it was Mm -hmm. like, man, I get it because that's a good curveball. And Daniel Bryan, I imagine, can knock this out of the park as far as playing a heel. But I kind of wanted the just classic, like, it's, to me, It's good to, you know, again, Stone Cold Steve Austin changed everything. And I'll go to my grave saying that, like, it should be pre- and post-Stone Cold Steve Austin to what he did to the classic good guy, right? Like, that's always changed. But you could, you know, you could tell someone about this. Like, man, he's a cool dude. He's this, he's a this, and this. You know, Daniel Bryan, right? You can even do that with Sami Zayn. Man, this guy's cool. He's a this, he's this, and this. You don't have to turn everyone heel if... Yeah. You don't know how to tell a good yeah. guy story. Well,
1: there's that too. Yeah, and that's kind of where I thought like it, it was still going to be the babyface thing. I didn't think it was necessarily going to yeah. be a heel. It was just going to be like Daniel Bryan could still do the the bad guy things where you would consider AJ Styles the protagonist in the story, right? Where, but yet. Daniel Bryan could still be a face, right? He's just angry that he lost earlier, that he didn't win that title, that AJ Styles gets to say those things, and he's a little more irrationally angry than he normally would be, because who knows, whatever, right? You know, he's not getting any at home or something, right? Like, I mean, I just thought that was the story they were doing, which, you know... And then after the bell... There isn't a whole lot of meat to that either, the way they do it, you know what I mean? You and I could probably write that, you know, better, but... Um, so I, I was kind of intrigued that they were doing something right. I thought this was good for the Daniel Bryan character. Cause it is a new direction. There is now something to the storyline beyond, you know what I mean? Nothing. You know what I mean? At least they yeah. went a direction rather than yeah, no and then,
0: direction. And then if you start to think about survivor series, it, it almost makes you go like, whoa, what are we, wait a minute, what are we doing? Cause now we have a new, Get the heat on him, Daniel Bryan heel going up against the ultimate heel in WWE, Brock Lesnar. Right. So if you're, if you start a cheer, you know, if you're staying true to the storyline, uh, you know, kayfabe, you go like, well, fuck both these guys. Like Daniel Bryan just had to dick kick AJ Styles to beat him, so he's a pussy. And then Brock Lesnar. Fuck him. You know, he never shows up. He doesn't even like being here. He's told us this on, you know, in storyline. So I don't fucking want him to win either. So you know what? I hope they, you know, double knockout. They both lose. Like, so you kind of painted yourself in a corner there where it doesn't make any sense. And then, you know, in the classic, uh, dream matches and, and in classic WWE form, you have a dream match that people have talked about for years Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. And it has a build of about nine minutes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know? WWE is the worst uh, about when something goes wrong and really, like, gets in the way of their plans for whatever reason, right? They just go back to, ah, the big thing that worked years ago, right? Like, yeah, they'll never go with a different thing that would make us go, wow, I didn't really, you know what I mean? Like, it's always like Brock Roman, Cena, right? Like the moment yeah. anybody goes down that they were going off, it's like, now we got to get him back in. Got to get him back in. Yeah. I knew it. I knew this would happen, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's weird.
0: Yeah. And I just think with the network, they don't necessarily, you know, and I've said this till I'm red right in the face, uh, it's content over storylines. And they want now a, you know, com top 10 dream matches fulfilled. And they just want to say, we did Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. Because if you put that on a list, right, if if I were just to write out, you know, uh, all-time classic matchups, like Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar is going to make that. Regardless of how this match is, it's going to be the ultimate indie guy versus the ultimate classic WWE guy, right? Right. But because their storyline writing is so shit, they don't know how to tell that story. So all they can do is just say, but we did it. Hey guys, right, don't it. you love it? We did it. And so you could search in two weeks or, you know, an hour after it happens, uh, Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. And guess what guys, that match will be there for You'll you to watch it. on you demand can... anytime
1: because we and did it.
0: Yeah. And it's like, you
1: asked for it. We did it.
0: And, you know, cause if you start thinking about Brock Lesnar's career, it's kind of cool to say, well, Brock Lesnar took on Samoa Joe. Right. But then you watch that match, you go, that fucking match was subpar. It's kind of cool to say Brock Lesnar took on Braun Strowman. You look at those matches, they're fucking subpar. And we're just doing, you know, John Cena versus Nakamura is a match that happened with four minutes of prep and like storyline to it, it felt like. And it was a subpar match, right? But I can search the network, and it says John Cena versus Nakamura. Ooh, I don't remember that because there's been 900 matches since then. I guess I'll check it out. It's cool. It's on demand anytime I want. And that's what we're just fucking doing with all these stories. There's no more stories. It's just, isn't this cool to put in your search bar and it actually happened? No! No, it's not! I want a story! That's why Becky Lynch is killing it. Because if you follow her on Twitter... She's murdering Nia Jax on Twitter. She's murdering Ronda Rousey on Twitter. And also, Ronda Rousey murdering Becky Lynch with her fire Instagram posts yes, and stuff. So that, that's right? what makes it awesome, right? Like, that is making it what I want to see. I just don't want to see it because it's this name and this name and fantasy. Book it, right? right? No, book it. Don't just say it. Do something.
1: Book it. All right, we'll book it. We'll take a break and let T-Mac breathe a little bit. Let him calm down. Maybe. Maybe write an angry letter. Attached to his application. I'm engaged. And (laughs) Write an angry letter and attach to your application. All right. We'll take a break and we'll come back. We're going to talk about some NXT, some war games. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. War games. Yeah. When we come back. Where
0: storylines are really developed.
1: Right. When we come back to the Spanish announce table.
0: Fun fact. The Undertaker never walked into WrestleMania as a world champion. The Spanish announce table.
1: Let's do this. Are you ready to do this, Tom? We have uh one of uh, uh, wrestling fans' favorites every quarter now. I believe Uh, it's NXT Takeover time. Oh yeah! (laughs) And this time it's War Games, uh, and they seem to uh, the first time they seem to give great. Uh, like, they did the banner name of War Games well, right? So, And I, I feel like with the match they've got for this War Games, it's going to do the same, right? Like, from the old mm-hmm. WCW War Games to this, like, this still feels what it was intended for, right? We've got two teams, or three, whatever the case may be, right? And we're just going to mm-hmm. all slug this out, and it, and it feels fun, right? And it's, it's intense and battles. And uh, at B underscore double underscore D on Twitter says, it's only Tuesday. And I already know NXT War Games will win the weekend. Hashtag tweet the table.
0: Okay, yes, and then also a little bit of the reason why, and we'll get into the card. There's four matches, so let's how much. I mean, how much fun can you have if you say we have two hours and four matches, right? right? You yeah. know, I mean, generally speaking, with the level of talent that WWE has, from you know first day guys. Uh, that just signed like Punishment Martinez and Matt Riddle to the veteran guys like Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, everything in between. If I say I'm going to put together four matches on a WWE scale with that production value and the writers aren't overworked and can, you know, invest some time, what's going to be better? The four matches on a two hour show or the 36 matches that we're going to get in t- in survivor series with, you know, eight hundred wrestlers trying to put in five movie five right. moves each. You right. know, so of course it's gonna be better. Yeah. Always will be.
1: It will be. Well and let's uh let's jump into it on the first one we got here. Uh Johnny Gargano versus Aleister Black, which uh how fun is this storyline to begin with? We don't talk NXT a whole lot on, on the shows typically, mm-hmm. uh but the, you know, Johnny did nothing wrong, the, you know, like this is this is fun. I like this.
0: Yeah, and as I talked about in the last segment, one thing that kind of makes me sad is again, you know, I, I said Sami Zayn, I mentioned Daniel Bryan, but another one of those classic baby faces where everyone was, you know, popping huge for the guy when he would walk through the curtain was Johnny Gargano. And it was fun to say, like, Johnny Wrestling, baby, this is our guy, this is our man, NXT, the the heart and soul of this company is that guy right there and you know what he's a good dude and that was fun to say to a certain extent right like he wasn't corny it was just a genuinely good guy right now he's a heel so it makes me a little sad it was like well man can we not just have anything fun and pure and good like does everyone have to be heel at least once it feels like maybe they do maybe but yeah it just feels like damn it i really wish he could have went the whole at least NXT career like Sami Zayn with no heel turn. However, saying that, yes, this storyline is so much fun. It is hitting on all cylinders, right? The explosion into the arena from Alistair Black putting William Regal into the corner, demanding to know you know, know where he's at, and Johnny Gargano coming out of I don't know where, because I never saw him in the ring, you know, in Velveteen Dream and uh Lars Sullivan was going at it, you know, verbally, he just appears super kicks him and then just says, you're a bitch. Now I'm paraphrasing. He didn't say that, but um, yeah, it's been great. And I like the contrast just visually, right? This tattooed devil walking, you know, spit fire asshole. Who's the baby face <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. versus the clean cut, you know, baby face, bring him home to meet grandma and the mom who's the heel, Johnny Gargano. Like, I love it. it, it just visually, it's it's appealing. Uh, the storyline, like I said, has been very fun. And they're both, you know, world champion quality wrestlers, so you know it's going to be a good match in the ring. And like I said, there's only four of these matches, so you they're going to tear it down. Right. And in this feud-type match, we know Johnny Gargano at least can do those feud-type matches as, you know, Evident with the to- uh, Tommaso Ciampa Matches so yeah this is going to be fun
1: Yeah definitely um, Yeah I'm just I, We we Touched on this and, and you kind of hit it on It even in kind of what you're saying there is just that NXT hits these Home runs On this all time just because there's so much more attention To the storyline Right like it's yeah. so much more just It's about What's drawing you in? The reason that they're here, what's got everybody so mad, right? Like that's I don't know. exactly, I just, yeah.
0: you know. I know from the last, I believe it was the last takeover, you know, one of the major spots was uh, Ricochet doing that backflip and Adam Cole just perfectly timing a super kick to the face, and that made every gif, you know, in all the rounds and went viral on Twitter, and mm. yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But when you talk NXT, you talk about, you know, the rivalry between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, the rivalry between Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, the emergence of a, you know, new original star like Bailey or like Velveteen Dream. Like you don't talk about, well, did you see the 690 double splash? You're talking about characters and stories and feuds. But at the core of what makes great wrestling great wrestling mm-hmm. are those things and not these, you know, he did the banana split 960 guys. Did you see it? It's like, okay. But at this level in 2018, you can get that in almost any realm of athleticism because athletes are like at an all time high as far as like the ev- evolutionary peak. So I can go see that somewhere else. I need something to sink my teeth into. And right. that's why NXT has been the best show, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I like that. All right, well, let's move on to... Well, did uh, we make a pick? Who you, do you got? Oh, yeah, we're going to do some picks here, huh? <laughs> yeah. I think... I'm going to go with Gargano.
0: I think I'm wrong. So, I... Well, I think maybe that makes sense, right? Because you can't do this huge heel turn, and then, well, he just lost. And right. guess what? The last time we saw him on a takeover, he, he lost then too. Because now we're just, hey, too. well, right. now we're just picking on the loser, and that's not necessarily the funnest thing to do, right? So you kind of think, well, maybe he needs a win. Right. But then the other side of my brain says. Well, Alistair Black came off of injury. The title was essentially taken away from him, you know, because of that. He storyline wise deserves that rematch, that one on one rematch. Mm -hmm. And so you think he's still at that caliber, so he could easily beat Johnny Gargano because, you know, he's the uncrowned champ. So Alistair Black should win. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're tossing that back and forth, at least for me. And I think what I will go with is I think Alistair Black will get this victory. And because Johnny Gargano can still sink his teeth into why he's a heel now, it's more than just getting at Alistair Black. It's getting at the NXT universe or whatever we're calling them, And then, you know, we can explore that heel storyline a l- little bit more. But right. after this main event storyline, or excuse me, this uh, w- or NXT championship storyline – there needs to be that next person in line, and that kind of foreshadows my pick in the NXT Championship match. But I think Alistair Black needs to be that next person in line.
1: Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. This is kind of where I came to. It. When as soon as I said it, I was like, "Nah, I just nah I I'm wrong about this." Uh, let's move on. Well, it on. could be
0: right because, like the the new heel needs the new right, heat, right? So, yeah, me, no, and that's where uh, that's pick. why I went that way,
1: right? But then I I just kind of wasn't accounting for, man. It is Aleister Black. He did just come back. He is kind of one of their biggest things they do right now. So. Yeah, I mean, if I were going to, like, take it back, if we were, like, scoring points and stuff like we used to, I'd, I'd probably be like, oh, I'm trying to take that back. But, I don't, you know, I mean, this is for fun. I'm going to stick with the Gargano pick just to be fun. But, uh, yeah, I think you may have an edge. Or it
0: could there. be a non-finish, right? Because, be. I mean, in my opinion, neither maybe guy the are... way they go. Yeah, and neither guy is going to the main roster tomorrow, I I think. Right? I, like Correct, They're mainstays right? on the NXT roster, so I don't think they're necessarily getting called up. So, yeah, it could be a non-finish as well. But I'm going uh, Alistair Black. I like to pick the finishes.
1: All right. Well, we've got another match that you're going to love. I mean, I, th- I, th- oof, I think you've been dying to see the culmination of this feud. And it's the NXT Women's Championship 2 out of 3 Falls match. Shayna Baszler against... A pirate.
0: Well, I'm never picking a fucking pirate, so that's my pick.
1: Not even, what about in one nope. fall? Not one fall. Oh, nope. she's getting a fall. Nope. Oh, she is absolutely getting oh, a fall. Oh, I don't
0: care. Basler wins I... two to one. I hope it's two nothing, and I hope Jessmine yeah. Duke and Marina fucking uh, get involved in both yes. pinfalls. If, if
1: they find yes, you know? if they find a way to get them, like if both of them, if each one. Helps score the yeah. two. There that could be an easy way to do two nothing, get some good heat. It Kyrie doesn't look oh, bad, right?
0: You can move on. How fun would that be? Think of this. This is what I would do. I would do that, because this is how I'd book it real quick, and then we'll get into the the next two matches. Right. Okay, I like um that. I would do this. I would say Shanna Baszler, uh the fucking pirate, uh are going back and forth, going back and forth. Justin Duke hops the rail, you know, distracts uh the pirate. The pirate is like, What are you doing? Jess or uh, Shayna Baszler gets a a, a schoolboy or schoolgirl whatever we're calling it pin right one two three right. referees pissed Jessamyn Duke get out of here crowd pops yeah you're out of here you suck you meanwhile suck. as she's walking back and everyone's looking at uh, Jessamyn Duke being escorted out Marina comes in. Hits the pirate in the back of the head with the title rolls it out. And then Shayna Baszler puts her finisher on the pirate and then gets a second pinfall. Then Shayna uh, comes out of the ring. haha! There's the two of them. We're fucking awesome. Ronda Rousey might appear. Who knows? But then there you go. Both of them cost the pirate a match. And then you can do a two on one Jessamyn Duke and Marina versus the pirate on an NXT episode and make the pirate look good putting both of them on top of each other and give them that big elbow uh, that kills both of them. You know, air quotes kills, kills both of them. Pinfall. She beats two girls and now she still looks strong. Ha! Right. That's how you do it. I like Fuck that. the pirate.
1: Fuck the pirate. This is a weird, like, I don't still, I'm, I'm not, I get you. I don't understand why we have a pirate.
0: And a in a Disney pirate. Not even like a cool, uh, captain Phillips pilot pirate, pirate, but like the, Disney pirate. That's yeah, what I, is I know. He's a pirate. I would get on board maybe with the, look at my eyes. I am the captain now. The Somalian crazy pirate. Right,
1: right. Like but a this, modern day pirate.
0: Yeah, but this I got a treasure chest. It's filled with. Oh, yo, ho, ho,
1: mateys! Like, we're yeah. really
0: doing this. We're so really doing stupid. this. So stupid. And on the other end, Shanna Baszler. Another one who maybe was doing it before Becky Lynch, but maybe not getting the cheers that she necessarily deserves because her heel um, antics are so good. It's but Shanna Baszler, yeah. killing it too.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, she's amazing. I, I think she's one of the best heels in the company in the entire WWE umbrella. Like, yeah, she just she's awesome. Yeah, as much as I like her and watch her, you don't want to, you're like, oh yeah, like I would not like yeah. this person. Like, you know, like if they were, if I had to live around this person, be like, oh, no, no, I don't like her. Yep. Nope. Don't like yep. this at all. Don't like her at all. But, yeah, I ooh, I like that. I'm going to call that. Now, we're going 2-0. and oh, uh, the, I'm going to steal your idea. 2-0, uh, and oh, the, I like it. The, yep. the other ladies, the help, right? Yeah, I like that. All right. Yep. And then we got the NXT champion, Tommaso Ciampa, the greatest sports entertainer uh, in the world. What does he call himself? Of all time? The greatest sports entertainer of all yeah. time? yep mm-hmm. uh versus velveteen dream which champ is winning this they're they're not going off of that for a while i don't think but
0: yeah i think this is going to be another event where velveteen dream has Kiss a the cooler costume well i was gonna say has a cooler costume than match mm-hmm. like you did with ec3 with the remember the tights it said call me vince yep, and he right. came out call with me the up. brooklyn stuff or call me up yeah. Call me up Vince. And then he had the, the cool Brooklyn cause they were in Brooklyn thing going on. I think we're going to get another like, goddamn, he hit another home run with that fucking outfit and the match will be good because Velveteen dream can wrestle and Tommaso Ciampa, like you said, is awesome. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's not going to suck. I don't think at all. And they'll have the time to make it good. Uh, but yeah, Tommaso Ciampa, he ain't losing this. You know, it would be crazy Is because if you Followed Tommaso Ciampa on Twitter. He keeps on saying how proud he is of Johnny Gargano uh, turning heel and doing all the shit to Alistair Black. You know, right. how insane would it be if, uh, if it, if this is the order of the card, Johnny Gargano comes out to help Tommaso Ciampa retain the title by screwing over Velveteen Dream, and then Velveteen Dream can go into a new storyline with you know fill in the blank maybe undisputed era but then you have a Tommaso Ciampa with Johnny Gargano on his side taking on Aleister Black. Nah?
1: Nah. That'd be That's quite not a terrible cool. idea. That's not a terrible idea. I like that. Get you with some ideas. The idea, man. All right, Tom. I like the ideas. All right. This is it. This is what we came here for. Oh, yeah. It's War Games. It is. <laughs> Can you feel the energy in the room, listeners? Here, right here we're just bubbling Howable. with energy. Yeah, we're, we're 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 burdened. We've long days of work here, you know. This is this is a free podcast, meaning we don't get paid, so we got to go have day jobs. And uh, sometimes hey, I'm day exhausted. Jobs are not fun. If you don't
0: yeah. Yeah, and if if you don't remember, I'm exhausted. I just proposed, you know how exhausting that was? I need a day off. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know? Engaged. Yeah, I had a long day of looking like I was busy at work. Right? You know tell how hard you what that I... is to accomplish. To yeah. Look like you're busy at work. And it's always harder an anxiety than being like you're gonna get busy caught. at work.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then you have the anxiety of being caught. Yeah. And, you know. So I... it's exhausting, ladies and gentlemen. But you know what? We're here for you, as we mentioned. Uh, this is a free podcast, but if you would like to donate a dollar, please go to tableshow at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that being said, let's get back into the War Games mm-hmm. match, the second ever NXT War Games match. This time, two teams, not the two. three as it was the first time around. It is the two Undisputed teams. Era versus War Raiders, Ricochet mm-hmm. and Pete Dunn. Tim, who do you got? Pete
1: gets you done. Um, you know what? I don't. Undisputed Era was in the last one, but they didn't... Were they the ones that won it? They didn't win it, right? Yes. They no, did they win it. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. So I don't know why I asked that question, because now I just instantly, upon your answer, talked myself into <laughs> both ways, right? Like, I was like, well, they're not going to give it to them twice. Then I was like, ooh, to give it to them twice would give them a hell of a talking point for the rest uh-huh. of their... <laughs> so... <sighs> Yeah, I'm going to go with Undisputed Era on this because this other team doesn't get any lift from this. You know what I mean? I don't think they're breaking up Undisputed Era anytime soon, so there's yep. there can't be a fallout from that. I think Undisputed Era gets this, you know, barely, and you know, to scratch and crawl and, you know, find a way yep. to – cheat if there's a way amongst you know what i mean like not that there's now they have an advantage too so they'll take out somebody early maybe in a brutal way right and then that guy will come back at the very end to look like he's going to steal it at the end and then they'll take him out right at the last moment and win
0: yes i I, I completely agree yep you did and i loved it yeah uh i completely agree yeah i I think i've never been a fan when it's one unit, one team, one faction versus just a hodgepodge of other people. And this is what that is, right? War Raiders, Ricochet, Pete Dunne. I mean, if you were to line them up and say, hey, what do they have in common? If you don't know they're pro wrestlers, you'd say nothing.
1: Yeah, nothing. none of them have no, anything uh, in common. People, right, yeah,
0: yeah. And none, none of these people like each other. I bet you they don't even know each other's name. Like, that's what you would probably say. And so, as you mentioned, uh, they're not going to break up undisputed era. At least I don't think NXT can shock anyone of, you know, anyone, but I don't think they're going to break up undisputed era. I think like you said, they love to uh, look at the trophies, look at the um, tag titles, look at the first North American champion. They love to pat themselves on the back and say
1: winners of the war game. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you could easily, let's just, hypothetically say they're still together and still in NXT next year for the next war games, you know, there is then that faction with DIY or whatever it is, you know, whoever that faction is. And then the undisputed Eric can just look at the match and go, you think we're afraid of this? There's only been two of them and we won both of them, yeah, right? Like right. they can keep going with that. Right. And so for those reasons, uh, I think it's going to be, uh, the undisputed era but
1: yeah they get, they can get be like we're the undisputed guys. we're the undisputed champions of the war games like we're right yeah know? exactly yeah.
0: but all of these guys are going to kill it i oh, think this man. is going to be
1: oh like, it's going to be you great know, y- y-
0: you judge a one on one match in comparison to a uh, multi man match differently but i think we're going to on wednesday this time next week talk about the match of the weekend was war raiders ricochet and pete dunn versus the undisputed era i think it's gonna be the match of the weekend
1: i think you may be right i think you might be right yeah i'm looking forward to this uh it, god that war games match feels like it's gonna be brutal with the war raiders yep. in there tossing all these other guys around because everybody else is pretty small compared to them you know yeah uh, and they're, they're just gonna demolish people and then all the other guys have all worked together around the world and just yep. I mean this is going to be great
0: This, is yeah and the war raiders great... you know uh peeking behind the curtain war raiders can call up AOP and said you know hey you were in this last year we're comparable in size Uh what'd you do and uh how'd you save yourself and how'd you make everything look good you know and they can share notes or whatever True that. Uh, so there's at least people that have been comparable in size to war Raiders that have done this before where they can say like, Oh, we can look at you and maybe go off of, well, how the undisputed era
1: did it, it with team. them. So they can right, kind of give it yeah. right. They can say, Hey, look, we exactly. did this and that didn't work, man. Trust me. Right. That bastard right. fell on Don't me and this. I couldn't, I was shitting water for a week. Right. All right. Exactly. <laughs> Just, I think that was verbatim. I think they said that in a podcast interview or something like that. Um, yeah, think- we, we should probably take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about the big old series of the survivors. Uh, when we return, right? Unless you got anything else? No? Nope. All right. When we return to the Spanish announce table.
0: Fun fact, no one has ever kicked out of Victoria's Widow's Peak in WWE. The Spanish announce table. Tom. So yes, Tim.
1: Series is what? Is it the second longest running?
0: I believe one? so. I think that is factual, but we don't fact check, so nah, good could uh, be a lie. No, you can
1: check these facts. Um, check these fat facts.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Come on, with it. All right. So, what do we got? Let's get right into it because so we get been, right into it. You don't want to go like, yeah.
1: "What does Survivor Series mean to you, Tom?" You don't want to like.
0: It, you don't want to get this, like. Uh, I'll 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 quickly say what it means to me. To me, <laughs> it is a fun big four show. So I feel like the expectations are a little bit greater than say, uh, Fastlane. Mm-hmm. Um, WWE Fastlane right so um i i have more anticipation and i hope for better and bigger things that being said with the new what i feel like is model of content over storyline as i mentioned before it kind of makes me just go like well i just hope it doesn't suck
1: yeah yeah that's exactly how i feel about it yeah
0: yeah i will say this though one thing as a Guy And for any listener, you probably feel the same way who has been watching it for as long as we have. You typically can see things, right? A to B to C, right? One thing that I've always enjoyed with Survivor Series in the modern era, and I'm talking like 2000s on... Is typically you get a mixture of babyfaces and heels versus babyfaces and heels. And with those possibilities, you know, you could have a babyface and a heel team up to beat up a babyface. Or you could have a heel turn on his own team and that cost him the match. You know, the, the possibilities are greater for more fun things to happen. So that's always been one caveat that I've enjoyed about the Survivor Series is when they do, like we'll get into with the the lineups of the uh, matchups, is, well, I don't know, Bobby Lashley and Finn Balor, that's a baby face and a heel. Maybe they turn on each other, maybe, you know. And so that has always been something fun for me to at least anticipate for Survivor Series as a standalone match. Yeah. Or, excuse Uh, me, event.
1: I like that. Nice breakdown yeah. on the spot like that. When I uh-huh. you know,
0: come on with it,
1: un, unsolicited, you were just like, you know what? Well, I mean, I solicited it, but unprepared, you were just like, hey, man.
0: I got takes. I got, I got hot takes of wrestling all day, every day. I'm you like, got them lunch. takes. I'm always ready. <laughs> huh. I'm T Mac, the Take Man. You ain't never heard of me? <laughs> huh? Come on with it, Stephen A. Smith ain't got shit on this white boy. What? Come on, huh? <laughs> Is the what do you think the necessary? T stands
1: for in T-Mac? It's
0: take Mac. Uh, quick question. Quick question. <laughs> yeah. Is the A necessary in Stephen A. Smith? I think it is. Right? You couldn't just say, hey, Steve Smith has a hot take. Like Who? Smith. Like Stephen A. Stephen Smith. Stephen A. But, Smith uh, sounds much more distinct. And brand. Like, you can get a brand out of that, right? Right. right. Stephen mm-hmm. Smith. Who is that? There's 900 Stephen Smiths. Stephen A Smith. Like, what? Yeah, oh, that guy I couldn't like do. Crazy.
1: I don't I don't think that would work with. Yeah, mine doesn't. My middle. You know who has hard. another
0: initial that is always needed? John C. Riley. John C. Riley? Right? Have you yeah, just John Riley. John Riley's Reilly, in a new movie. Well, who the hell is that guy? That sounds like the sacker at the local grocery store. John C. Riley. That guy sounds fucking hilarious. Right. <laughs> John Riley
1: sounds like the assistant shift manager at Kroger at no at what's um, like a, a car mechanic like at the Goodyear right uh-huh. <laughs> right at the yeah. Jiffy Lube right John
0: Riley the ace uh ace hardware
1: Right. My apologies to any Spanish Announce Table fans named John Riley. We love you. We hope you
0: still
1: still listen to the show. We tell all of your other boring named friends. We really appreciate your listenership. And by the way, check out our website, SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Go to our uh, uh, merch table link and buy some stuff and show all of your other boring friends how cool you are. You know, even though your name may not indicate as such. Back to... All right,
0: first match of yeah. the night. Let's get right into it. It's Buddy Murphy taking on Mustafa Ali for the Cruiserweight Champion. It is? Chip. What are you looking uh-huh. at? What are you looking at? Just looking That's at the what I'm bottom. looking at. Oh, well, then let's go off of yours. Well, no, what do you got? Because I don't
1: have that. I want that. Right,
0: and then what I got? Hold on. Survivor Series 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this isn't right. Do so you go? What are you looking yeah, on? Is, uh, e-wrestling news? Mm. Wait a minute. But then there's the Rollins versus Nakamura. What the hell is this? This is dumb. Rollins Wait versus
1: Nakamura? What?
0: Oh, no, no, no. I'm right. I'm totally right. Why did I yeah. second guess myself? Because then the second match it shows uh Authors of Pain versus The Bar. So yeah, this is right. Yeah,
1: I think maybe I wonder if that was announced Tonight, or something, and this is not on the WWE website yet, right? Okay, maybe Wrestling News has updated it, so yeah,
0: let's go off yours. You read okay, so we got Buddy Murphy champion versus Mustafa Ali, cruiserweight champion, Mm -hmm. or excuse me, Buddy Murphy, the champion, taking on Mustafa Ali for the cruiserweight championship.
1: I say this, I say this, uh, with full 100% backed. Uh, Just knowledge of the product. And I'm going to say Buddy Murphy wins this because just, you know, how could you not know when you watch all of this like I do?
0: Exactly. Mm -hmm. Concur. Mm -hmm. I'm going with Buddy Murphy because it seems like they gave him that special moment in Australia, which he's Australian. Uh, I don't Mm -hmm. think they feel like they just want to go like, well, that was fun, and next I think they want to invest a little bit more time in him. And I think all the stuff that he did in NXT, he's a guy that they like. And so I'm going behind the curtain with my analysis. And so I'm going Buddy Murphy. Mustafa Ali
1: feels 100% like he could be anybody else in this match. Definitely. Right?
0: Uh, 100% agree. Uh, All right. Next match we got for you, the Raw Tag Team Champions taking on the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, Mm -hmm. the Authors Mm -hmm. of Pain, Mm-hmm. Taking on the bar,
1: the bar, huh?
0: What do you got? you got?
1: I'm gonna go with AOP. I think they're gonna the bar and Big Show uh hanging around like that's a bunch of dudes that can handle a loss, right? And mm-hmm. I feel like with the win of the tag titles, the AOP they at least are not wanting. They're, they're not in the in the Bray Wyatt mode right now, right? Like, they're definitely going to push that. So, I just feel like it, it, or that's the more momentum, right? So, I definitely am going to go with that. I just don't feel like there's any benefit in the storyline to, to the big bar. To the big bar winning this thing, right? God damn, love me that big bar. Those guys. Big gotta, and tough. Big and tough, the big bar. Foreign guys I, and then the big show.
0: I also think that maybe the big show can think that he's grabbing one of the AOP's legs, ends up grabbing Sheamus's leg. Big show, what the hell were you doing? So there's some dissension. So the bar doesn't look weak. Big show kind of looks goofy. Who the fuck cares? Because, you know, as the weather changes, so does Big Show as a healer babyface. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on a bigger scale, I think the Raw versus SmackDown kind of storyline that they're going to tell. I think this gives Raw an easy win, and then we can go on from there. So I I got Authors of Pain as well.
1: Yeah, I got that. Hey, before you move on, um, what the WWE does have here is a kickoff Mm -hmm. match. You want to talk about that? I don't know if you've got that on your –
0: Go ahead. Yeah, what do we got? We've
1: got a 10-on-10 tag team traditional Survivor Series elimination match. We've got – let's read this here. Who's in this – Oh. This is a this is a great lineup here. You ready for this one? All right, we've (laughs) got on one side. I'm trying to make sure I divide this right. So we've got. I want to see like the breakdown of which teams are on which. Um. All right, so you got Gable and Rude, right?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You got the Ascension. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you've got. 10 on 10, right? So then... I don't even know how to read this. What? Here we go. All right, here we go.
0: No, I'm not breaking this down. Do you have this? List? You don't have this list. No, yet. I actually um, don't. But here you go. You got the Raw tag teams versus the SmackDown tag yeah. teams. I think the Raw tag teams don't have enough depth, even though you have the clones that just appeared out of nowhere on TV which they haven't been on T V for like forty five years, it feels like. Uh, I think with um uh sanity being still something that they wanna invest time in, the Usos, the New Day or excuse me, yeah, the Usos. So there it is, it's and all yeah, the other guys. Usos, I, I guess, Sanity,
1: not. Colognes, Gallows and Anderson with uh with Usos as the tag chance, right? And then they've got yep. Rude and Gable, and they've Lucha got Party. right Lucha Party House party, whatever they call that. Ascension, Ascension. Revival, and B team. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. going SmackDown, right? Like the raw yeah. tag team division sucks. Jeez, look at that. Yeah. That's all bad. Did you hear what I just read?
0: Yeah. <laughs> read <That's> that. not <laughs> oh, good. Gosh. So yeah, I, I got SmackDown. I think uh Usos uh will get the victory. That's mm-hmm. just an extra caveat, but that's oh, what I gosh, think I'm happen. kinda sorry I even brought all this up all right next (laughs) match. let's (laughs) just go to the next
1: one
0: yeah well you're reading it now aren't
1: you You going off it what do you got
0: no you go because there's some matches actually missing on here like they don't show ronda versus charlotte for some reason so So we covered that
1: that kickoff match you had murphy and mustafa ali which i did see on here now um the aop and the big bar the big big bar bar! Now we got a men's five-on-five traditional Survivor Series elimination match. We have on one side Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Finn Balor taking on Mm -hmm. Shane O'Mac, Jeff Hardy, The Miz, Rey Mysterio, and Samoa Joe, who looks like he might rape everybody in the match. What do you got?
0: Well, I mean... So, here's an easy analysis of this match. Mm -hmm. One team is five of the best wrestlers in the world. The other team has four of the best wrestlers in the world, and then the best wrestler in the world as won by his World Cup victory at Crown Jewel, Mm -hmm. Shane O'Mac. So, I'm going with the best wrestler in the world, and his team, I'm going... SmackDown.
1: Oh, I'm going SmackDown just because they're going to make this a thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. he's the best in the world. His team
0: won His over sister's Raw. mad
1: about it. Yep. yep. This team all doesn't like each other already from... on Raw.
0: They I think we're going to get the heel turn from Shane, right? So it yep. was, hey, that kind of was a shitty move you did there to win the World Cup. Best in the world. We'll let it slide, right? Like, I'm just generally speaking here. But now, let's say, because they love dick kicks, apparently, maybe you dick kick Finn Balor and then get the victory over him. Well, that's two in a row, so now we don't fucking like you. And then that's the full heel turn, Shane, you know, ego-driven, like you said. I'm the best in the world. I'm beating my sister in the ratings, and I'm beating my sister in matches uh, that she's trying to put up against me. You know, I'm the greatest thing to ever happen. I'm the best McMahon of all time. Out and they been and like, down Humpson, uh, you know.
1: Beat my sister over here. My sister sucks. You know what? Fuck my sister. Wait a minute. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Can <laughs> I get, I get another her. take? Can we gotta get another take? No, we're live, brother. <laughs> we're live, <yeah. laughs> All right. Let's move on from that. Yeah. Definitely SmackDown is winning that weird all right women's five on five traditional survivor series elimination match just for the ladies we got natalia <laughs> Look, uh, nia jacks uh swinging them bowls and then um who else we got over there oh yeah we got mickey um, james mickey james and then uh um let's see what's the other side what do we got
0: carmela carmela yep
1: yep Naomi. Oscar, Naomi. Sanya Deville, Sonia Deville,
0: and then I don't know if there is a. Did they fill in the last spot?
1: They didn't fill in the last spot. Wait, Ruby runs well, on, going... on the on the um, raw. on the Raw side too, right? Yeah, okay. I forgot to mention her in there. Um, so, yeah, it looks like there's an I, open slot here yet still. For so Arnold I
0: think Smith. they're gonna go. Who my why gut did they not fill that yet? Well, because they'll try to make it a big pop, but I don't think it's gonna work. Because I think if I were to guess what WWE would do. I'm guessing they go Lana. Lana is the best. Lana's number one. Right? And So then you don't think
1: they pull somebody out like a Trish Stratus or a Lita? They should. Or
0: but I think because Lana was a part of the jumping of the Raw women. Uh, and also, what else is she doing? And let's be honest, this match is forgotten about in four months. Yeah, It's a Lana is best. Lana number one. Crowd chants. That's fun. I'm going yeah. SmackDown.
1: Yeah, because I guess I don't know. Like Nobody on the Raw side has like an arch nemesis that could be hanging in the wings, right? So, right. Yeah, you're right. Ew.
0: No, I'm going Raw on this. I'm going Raw on this because I think uh, the Riot Squad actually comes through and helps Ruby Riot. You're right. So Ruby Riot's the last survivor for yeah, Raw. Yeah, right. And Riot Squad distracts, uh, let's just say, Asuka. Uh-huh. And then Ruby Riot pins oscar giving the riot squad one victory out of the 200 matches they've done yeah
1: well i also think too they, they want to keep the snooker uh jacks yeah looking strong snooker jacks little snooker jacks. jacks right they don't want...
0: that's like a breakfast cereal snooker jacks. jacks
1: that's my i think maybe that's the name I've come with a couple name ideas for this show. I hope this doesn't suck was one that I caught. That I liked. Um, Snooker Jacks. Let's we'll see. We'll decide later. I like All right. Snooker Jacks. So Snooker far. Jacks. Then we've got the Intercontinental Championship match. Seth Rollins versus the champion of the United States of Knock America and the president of the United States of Knock America, Shinsuke Nakamura.
0: Well, it's not the. it's not for the Intercontinental Championship. It's the Intercontinental. Oh right, Champions, no, it the is United the Intercontinental States Champion Champions.
1: versus the United States. Sorry, did I say right. Intercontinental Champion? Right, but
0: there's no title on line.
1: Right, there is no title on the line. This is like a bragging rights, but it's champion versus champion. Who uh, so you I got? Myself there. I've got Rollins. I think well, they're still. I think they're still heavy into the real, the Ambrose. Maybe. Yeah, you know, what, I'm gonna change my mind. I think yep, somehow Ambrose go. gets involved. Yep. Uh-huh. yep. Right. There It is. And then Rollins, you know, knock it him it or punches That's somebody like in the it.
0: balls. Well, yep. I said we'll just... you workshopping it live. I like yeah. it. I'm yeah. gonna go, Rollins. Actually, yeah. as you I keep what? talking, I'm going knock America. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you know what? This is happening. But
1: now that I actually said it out loud, and I realize that I'm guy. a bit of I'm a, I'm an asshole, uh, <laughs> I gotta come. I gotta dial that back. All right. Yeah. No. Definitely Ambrose distracts, otherwise gets involved. Nakamura gets the uh, Kansas City cunt punt in, roll up,
0: hey, hey, right, and then, uh, right. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I got knock America for the victory, I'll pledge allegiance to the knock Americans, Probably um, to
1: be a yeah. knock American, where, you know what I mean, like they could, come on, I want fun,
0: yeah, no, we don't want fun can't have that boo oh, fun boo fun no fun
1: boo alright next match on the video got? feed if anybody's watching that nobody's watching there's no live video feed the next mm-hmm. match we've got um the uh, what was supposed to be a champion versus champion is now the raw women's champion Ronda Rousey taking on the handpicked selector or selected handpicked you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair
0: I'm going non-finish. Non-finish. I think they still want to make Charlotte look like... No, 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 no. No, no. Scratch that. I'm workshopping it now. I've got not Ronda allowed. Rousey.
1: Nope, I'm stuck. Nope, not allowed. First answer. Taking
0: it. I'm going Ronda, R- Ronda Rousey. This is why. Before mm-hmm. Becky got hurt and yep. Charlotte filled in, exactly. Charlotte was doing this whole... Am I good enough? Right. Maybe Am I, I capable? Right. right? And so now we're going to go, Becky says, you know what, Charlotte? I believe in you. Here's my spot because I got a concussion. But right. then Charlotte loses. Yeah. And then we can go right back into that storyline. Like, you God, could you even suck. have on Tuesday night SmackDown, assuming uh, Becky Lynch is cleared to travel and stuff, go, I gave you my spot so you could Beat her yeah. and you couldn't even do that I thought And thought you are better than
1: carmella the... but you're not right she's beat you yeah. twice All
0: right? <laughs> yeah right. and then right. um that's where we can go back into the storyline of is charlotte capable of winning the big one la la la, la. right so then ronda Seamless. looks strong yada yada right. yada yep so yeah ronda 100 yep. percent.
1: i agree ronda rousey and yeah ronda still gets to be the beast, and speaking of, we've got Universal Champion Brock Lesnar taking on WWE Champion Daniel Bryan. This is a curveball, but Brock Lesnar doing yeah.
0: this. Yeah, the only way again, I keep booking you know on the fly a lot of run-ins, you know, yeah. the Riot Squad, uh, you know, yeah, all these trying uh, to think of the way it's possible stuff. Yeah, right. but. Yeah, Brock is not losing, but Daniel Bryan's not, I don't think. I mean, hell, I've been so wrong lately on Brock Lesnar matches, but I don't think that they're just going to say F5, F5, you know, you uh, think AJ Styles suplex, suplex. That's what I'm saying. Maybe think... AJ Styles runs in and was like, you cost me my title, I'm costing you your dream match, something like that. But it could easily be four German suplexes, two F5s. He kicks out of one of them, uh, doesn't kick out a second one, and that's your match. Because Brock Lesnar is not going to get hurt because right. his biggest payday is coming up against Daniel Cormier, and so he is not going to even yeah, jeopardize
1: that. It's going to be a squash because, yeah, there's no way uh, – and there's no – if Daniel if Bryan – they do the match. If they Daniel, could not do the match. True. They could find a way out of it. Daniel they could Bryan – yeah. If he wins that match, you have to continue that storyline somehow. Brock right. Lesnar doesn't just go, oh, that sucks, right? Like, br- But yeah. you're not going to continue the storyline. Like, this is the one night where they interact, right? Like, that's not yeah. going to be a thing. So, yeah, he's got to win, and it's got to be somewhat short order. And then that's going to be part of the deal. When he comes back, AJ Styles is going to be like, yeah, you might have beat me, but then, like, geez, you couldn't even last two seconds with Brock Lesnar. I at least lasted, right? right? And then he's like, you know what? you know what? I'll beat you again tonight. I'll put it on the line. You know what I mean? Like, there you go. Exactly. Yep. Brock Lesnar yeah. squash match.
0: Or, I mean, I still think maybe they don't even do the match, right? You have Brock Lesnar come out to the ring, jump around. Uh, they have a camera run backstage. Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles are fist fighting. Um, you know, they're, they have to be pulled apart. Shane's like, I don't trust that either one of you guys could fight, you know, Brock Lesnar tonight. As Brock Lesnar stands in the ring, Braun Strowman grabs him, right? Comes from the crowd or underneath the ring, fill in the blank, yeah. and grabs him, does his two body slams. Brock Lesnar sitting there staring at the stars. Braun Strowman does his, Bruh! and that's the end of the show. Yeah. That could easily happen.
1: That could easily happen. I like it. Um, All right, before we get out, let me hit a couple tweet the tables on our way out. Uh, hashtag tweet the table. Uh, at Katie first. Lady says Survivor series sure changed in a matter of twenty four hours. Really disappointed about Becky. Hope the match happens down the line. Now we have Brock versus Brian and Ronda versus Charlotte. Still a pretty decent show coming up this Sunday. Hashtag to eat the table. Yeah, uh yeah, they really had to do some quick oh crap, what do we do here moments for this one.
0: Yeah, and credit to them for, you know, getting all participants to agree to at least build towards these matches right like they're they're being billed as this guy versus this guy or that girl Mm. versus that girl so credit to that at least
1: yeah i like that and we hit on this one uh kind of a little bit but not we can dig into it a little bit more this is a little bit of a callback here uh at theo 75 says alexa bliss keeps raising the temp at every raw what can she what can't she do in or out of the ring hashtag tweet the table
0: well, apparently wrestle right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, just can't wrestle. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Theo. That's it. We provide a service here. You got questions? We got answers right here on the Spanish announce table. And with that, I think we'll leave you right because you got war games coming up. You got Spanish, uh, or you've got Survivor Series. And Then, you, then you're going to need to rest, you know, because you're going to have a Spanish announce table next week to listen to. Yeah,
0: yeah. You got war. You got war games. You've got Survivor Series. You've got Raw. You've got SmackDown. Then you've got the Spanish announce table, ladies and gentlemen. You have a jam-packed pro wrestling weekend going into your work week, and we are mm. glad that you are mm. joining us on this journey.
1: Yep. All right, and we will be back next week for two. This was two thirty-five, I think. So episode two thirty-six next week of the Spanish announce table.
0: Fun fact in his career, Bobby Heenan managed five of the horsemen, Flair, Luger, Arn, Blanchard, and Henning, and three members of the NWO, Luger, Henning, Rude. The Spanish announce table.